find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for answers to their illnesses? We don't have that time to wait. We need these answers because as the time goes on, as each year goes on, and we're not well, and we're not feeling good, and we're struggling and battling different symptoms, we need the answers. We need to know. We need to know now what's going on. And we can't wait for literature that's 10, 20 years behind, 10, 20 years behind to keep on circulating over and over again, even if it's got new frills and chills going on, it's got a little bit of flash going on, so it looks like it's changed up. It's still the same theories behind it, and that's what's amazing about the Medical Medium Show. Because spirit's going to bring you what's real, what's now, what you need to heal, how you can heal, what we can do to move forward together, how we can not just backtrack over and over again, how we can move forward instead. And that's what this show's about. It's really important to know that anybody new that just, you know, got onto the show just now and listening and, you know, you clicked on your device and you're listening, that's what this show is about. It's about getting you information that's advanced. Because if you're still talking about leaky gut and you don't even even know what leaky gut is because that's the whole thing. There's new new literature coming out, new books, new information, new stuff on the internet um, coming out about leaky gut, and it's actually not accurate. It's misinformation. It's old information keeps on coming back at us, but it gets repackaged over and over again. And even when an idea is slightly new in the health field, it has an old baggage attached to it, like old baggage, like your body's still attacking itself kind of baggage, or it's all your genes, and that's your problem, and that's why you're sick, so you can't do anything about it. It's that kind of stuff. It's just the old stuff, or it's all in your head still, and that you're, you're, you're fine, and it's all in your head, and you look good, and you, you, you look fine, so what's wrong with you? Because you look fine from the outside, so what can be wrong with you on the inside and so all this old baggage is attached to even new stuff coming out every day and I'm waiting I'm waiting for that to change and you know, it didn't so spirit said it's time for you to start doing something about it you have to help people now on a wider basis on a wider audience thank you for tuning in thank you for listening um, it's, it's an answer to my prayer, knowing that you're there so we can all work together because technically what we're doing or what's really happening, you guys, is you're becoming the health expert. You are, you're becoming the health expert. You're going to get better than me. You're going to get way better than me because I'm just getting the information from spirit and I'm giving it to you. I'm messaging it over to you. But what's happening is you're getting good. You're taking your intuition that's right, those intuitive skills that you have that have been there the whole time, and then you're taking this information that's advanced ahead of time of research and science, ahead of time of what's out there now in, in articles and books and internet and feeds and everything else. You're getting information, you're plugging it into your intuitive nature, and that's strengthening it. It's taking it there, and then you're assisting other people without even realizing it sometimes. You're in the health food store and you're like, hey, did you try the celery juice? 
Did you know that the wild blueberry is what really heals the neurological system? So if you've got all these problems, the wild blueberry helps. It does everything. Fixes the digestive tract, cleans up the liver, helps the brain, feeds the brain, takes care of the heart, the vascular system. Did you know that? And so when all this information you're learning here at the Medical Medium Show... You're taking it, and you're using it for loved ones, friends, family. Then you bump into people, and you're creating this movement. That's the assistance movement, I call it, and it's powerful. And when you have real information, and it's not misguided or it's misinformation, or it's the same old stuff repackaged over and over again. When you're dealing with the right stuff, people heal. People are going to listen. You're doing it. I appreciate you being here and being involved. Just know that. Know that I am honored, truly honored and blessed and thankful that you're here taking this information, getting yourselves better, turning your health around. Listen, even if it's just one piece of information, just one piece, that's it. One tiny piece that you can take, that you can do. So even if your diet's not perfect, so what? Even if you're not doing this or that, so what? If you're taking one little piece, you're going to start moving forward one way or another. And it's going to be the foundation. We're building the foundation of your health, of your life, so we can move forward together. So that's the Medical Medium Show. That's what it's about. We don't have 10 years to wait for answers you know, and, and it's about knowing what's causing our problems now, and that's what we're doing every week, and it's a blessing to be here with you. Thank you for listening. So today's show is about allergies. Have you heard about allergies? Did ever, anybody ever say, hey, I have, I have an allergic reaction to that, or I have an allergy to that, or, you know, I'm, I'm, there's something allergenic, or this, this thing is hypoallergenic, or this thing is non-allergenic, or this thing is allergenic. Have you heard about all these different things? Have you been to the doctor? And have you been to the allergist? Have you been to the alternative doctor that's also now an allergist? Have you been to all these different allergists? Have you been to different places? I'm just wondering, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, maybe you know someone who has, but today we're talking about allergies and we're going to air it all out and we're going to get down to the bottom of everything around it. So just stay on here, stay tuned, hang in there. We're going to talk about food allergies. We're going to talk about reactions. We're going to talk about what's behind it all. We're going to talk about some symptoms. We're going to have a blast. We're going to have some fun. So, hey, look. If you don't know about me and this is the first time coming on, check me out, medicalmedium.com. You could always go there and, and look at things. Um, you know, with me, it started at age four. And I woke up one morning, heard spirit speaking to me perfectly clear. And this is from an outside source. So I hear it just like you're talking to me right now, fluently, nonstop. It doesn't stop. And this is why the information's accurate all the time when I'm working with people and how I've helped them all these decades and all these years since I was a child because I'm not in the way of it. And, and this way, this gift has been given to me to help people in a way so I can never get in the way. So it doesn't matter if I get tired. doesn't matter if I'm exhausted. doesn't matter if I'm just totally, totally frustrated about something, you know, or going through a hard time or, you know, totally just tired where, you know, you just, you, you've worked all day and all of a sudden spirit's still going to come into the information's going to come nonstop and it can't shut off. Um, you know, 
it's it's basically been like this my whole life. So anybody first tuning in and they haven't you know, looked into me or you haven't seen anything about me yet, understand that I hear a voice. It tells me what's wrong with someone at all times, no matter what I'm doing, whatever what mood I'm in or whatever I've been through, whatever I'm going through. And it's it's endless and it's nonstop. That's what I've had to deal with. I almost didn't make it here, literally here at all. There were times in my life when I was 10, 11, 12 years old where I said, you know what, this is not, I'm not going to make it because you can't function as a normal human being knowing everything about someone all the time in every crowd you're in, in every place you are. And I fought for it. I fought for it to be here. I fought for it to help you. I fought for it to make sure that you guys take this information and help others. And I stand behind you 100%. And I back you up. And I'm with you. And we're going to do this. Have you checked out the Life Changing Foods book? It's coming out soon. Check it out. <laughs> go, go to the bookstore. Ask about it. Go to Amazon. Go, go to Barnes & Nobles. Whatever. Check it out. And it's coming out, and you're not going to be disappointed. I promise if you're disappointed, then I'm really in trouble because I gave it everything. And you're going to be really excited because in there are over 50 fruits and vegetables and what they do for us, what diseases they heal, what conditions, what symptoms they heal. And here's the thing. I'm talking about this right now because we're going into allergies, and we're going, we're going to be talking about food. And we're going to be cutting into this a little bit. And just so you know, there are foods that we, we were told we have a sensitivity to that are actually life-changing and, we, and really healing us. And we're doing other things. We're having a little bit of a detox or we're having a healing effect. And we're told that that isn't what it is. We're told we're allergic to celery. We're told we're allergic to an apple. We're told we're allergic to an orange. We're told we're allergic to a lettuce. We're told we're allergic to asparagus. And we're confused about foods. And in life-changing foods, I spell it out. Advanced information from spirit that's decades and decades ahead of its time in there about what phytochemicals are really doing what for us, what's changing our lives when we eat and how to protect ourselves. And it, we need this resource today and how to protect our children, how to protect our family. You know, all of it is in there. What we're, what we need to avoid and what we need to actually be afraid of out there so we can rise above it and push it away. That's right. It's about what we need to really know about and look out for to protect our family and our friends and our loved ones. So, you know, look into that when you can, as soon as you can. Check it out. So, hey, look, look, you know, I'm sure you've heard it before. You know, you're allergic to something or maybe maybe, you know, you think you're allergic to something. But I want to start out talking to you about a couple of things with this to begin with. Science and research doesn't know what happens to food when it enters the stomach. You heard me say that before. You've heard it from me, direct, okay? And I have to say it again because it applies. It applies once again. So here we go. Medical science, medical research, and science in general doesn't know what happens to food when it enters the stomach. 
Okay, we are in the baby stages. When I mean baby stages, I mean we're in the actually we're in the dinosaur prehistoric stage of understanding that. Yeah, the assimilation, enzymes, digestion, absorption. But what does all that mean? Enzymes breaking down food, okay. The pancreas does a little bit of this, and the hydrochloric acid does a little bit of that. But did you know that science and research doesn't know that there's a blend of seven different acids in hydrochloric acid that's in the stomach, and they've only singled out one of them? Why? Maybe funding, maybe nobody cares, maybe they just haven't stepped on it yet, maybe they haven't just come across it yet. But that's just one example of how we don't know what's going on in the gut. Okay, so the latest information about leaky gut, sure, but that's out there. But the information about the fact that your hydrochloric acid is a blend of seven different acids. Seven, okay? And those seven acids actually do a whole bunch of things that nobody knows. And there's foods like celery that build up the seven different acids because celery has mineral salts undiscovered by medical research and medical science. This is a big one today. This is about medical research, medical science, blah, 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 blah. But that's a big – this is a big one today about that because it's really another place where we're lost. And so, so think about that. There's these mineral salts in celery that have not been identified, measured, or weighed. We know there's sodium in celery, but that's it. And we think all sodium's the same. Just like we think all sugar's the same. Okay? Just like we think now the sugar in an apple is the same as, as corn syrup. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> Just, all right? And that's what's going on out there. Okay? And so you have to understand that celery is comprised of these different mineral salts that are not, that are not discovered. And they change the chemistry inside the intestinal tract and inside the gut and the duodenum and in the stomach itself so that we thrive, so that our liver heals, so that our liver doesn't overproduce bile and burn out and burn itself out so we get fatty liver, pre-fatty liver, the whole bit. And so that we can kill off H. pylori. So celery juice actually has phytochemicals in it to kill off H. pylori, to kill it. To burn it right out of there, literally, okay? But science and research doesn't know that either. Do you see where we are? We're, we're really in a place that we're just walking around bumping heads until we see something on TV on one of the shows, on one of the health shows. They're saying, oh, you can do this and do that, and all that information is outdated. I've, I've tuned in once in a while. I, I can't help myself and tune in once in a while and look at those and say, oh, my God, that stuff is that stuff's back again from 30 years ago. That stuff's back again. And, you know, and everybody's just like doesn't know. And so you need to know because we're going to arm you. We're going to arm you with health. We're going to arm you with with health and spiritual information. We're going to ha- arm you with truth. Okay. And we're going to arm you with truth about all of this. See, science doesn't know what happens to food when it enters the stomach. And that's a huge foundation. And it's going to take a long time before they get there. Okay? So how does science know what we're allergic to or not? How does that happen? Okay, first of all, science and research doesn't know what healing powers are in food yet. 
thousands of phytochemicals. I talked about raw honey, right? I talked about that the other day. Over 200,000 working, alive phytochemicals that have every functionability, meaning that are involved with every part of your hormones, to every part of the organs, to your immune system, to every aspect of your immune system, your RBCs, your white counts, your lymphocytes, your basal fills, your monocytes, your neutrophils, it goes on and on and on, and that's in honey. And nobody knows. And these phytochemicals that are all in these fruits and vegetables and honey also, like I was saying, destroy bacteria, mold, viruses. They stop and prevent diseases. They reverse and prevent cancer. And how these foods care for us is another thing that is completely unknown. And I talk about a lot of this in the, in the Life-Changing Foods book. That's why I brought it up earlier, because it's in there. And we're going you know, to always talk about it, but it's in there. And we don't know about what these foods do to care for us. We don't know. Science and research doesn't know how they fuel us, what organs and glands they care for and nurture and fuel, okay? And none of this is known by science. Just like mystery illnesses, hundreds of mystery illnesses that have labels and names of symptoms that science doesn't know the cause of. Do you see where we are right now at 2016? I mean, come on. You see where we are right now. This is unbelievable. So autoimmune, like I talked about before, is not the body attacking itself. Okay, we, we talked about that, and that's not how it works. You know, I won't drag you down that lane right now, but that's, you know, the body does not attack itself, Okay. In fact, it's the opposite. There's something attacking us and our body is involved in trying to heal that. So that's how autoimmune works. And then it goes on down the line to other great mistakes. So if we don't know what's causing lupus and RA and, you know, Hashimoto's. And we know, we know here at the show, you know, because you're learning every day from what spirit has to say, because that's where the information's coming from. You know the truth. And, I, and I'm delivering that to you guys, you know, and, and I'm learning from spirit, just like you are. I'm learning from spirit, okay? So you know the truth. So we're becoming those experts. We're becoming those health experts, right? You're with me on that 100%. And that's what spirit tells me, that we're, we're becoming those experts with all the information spirit's giving us. We know what's causing the RA. We know what's causing the Hashimoto's. We know what's causing fibromyalgia, tinnitus, vertigo, brain fog. Like, really what's causing brain fog? Not, not, not misinformation about brain fog that's riddled all over there out there. I mean, we know the real things behind all of this now, and we're still learning. Look, look. You can actually research and look up the tallest mountain, and you're going to get an answer. Because they've been able to, research and science has been able to measure the tallest mountain, okay? Because you can weigh it and you can measure it. <laughs> you can systematically, on a physics level, weigh it and measure it, okay? You can look for the deepest ocean, the deepest ocean, and look to see how deep the deepest ocean is. And you're going to get a pretty darn good answer, because they're able to weigh it and measure it. That's science. That's science. But you can't weigh and measure lupus. 
You can't. It's a name for a confusion of elevated inflammation. There's no weighing. There's no measuring. Nobody knows what causes the symptoms we do here. You can't weigh and measure mystery illness that everybody's suffering from decade after decade, and then their children get that mystery illness over, and then their children get it. You can't weigh and measure it yet. Science is just not there. So we have to do what we have to do. Listen, I recently was talking to a mother whose son is in college, okay? And his professor went on a tangent to the whole classroom, to the whole, you know, to everybody there, went on a tangent about how fruit is bad for us. Fruit is bad for us and is filled with sugar, okay? A professor, college professor is sitting there, okay, talking about how fruit is bad for us, telling kids, okay, young adults, that fruit is bad for us. And how, how this is a type of fruit fear that I've seen many times lately over the last couple of years develop. And a fruit fear, and a food fear, I should say, a food fear has seeped into our own universities. And I've heard this before. Some of our professors have adopted a belief system from misinformation. They've adopted a belief system. So they went to like a belief system that doesn't have any real medical research or science. So we're in the university, okay, all right? Professors are supposed to be doing stuff that's only measured and made, only measured and weighed. So professors are only supposed to be doing something that's only measured or weighed because it's about, it's about university, it's about science, it's about research. This was a science class. That's why I'm saying this. This was a science class. But then adopts a belief system from some other place that says that sugar is all the same now and it's bad and that's not correct science at all on any level tells an entire group of students a large class a large gathering to not eat fruit at all i mean and this isn't the first time i heard this i've heard this a lot i mean i've heard this multiple times in the last couple of years and so her son challenges the professor and says, since, since when has an apple been bad for anyone? <laughs> Especially since college students don't eat fruit anyway. They eat caffeine, coffee, bad sugar, donuts, bagels, pizza, um, <laughs> I don't know. The list goes on and on and on and on. Alcohol, the list goes on and on and on. Okay? So, and, but everybody's being told not to eat an apple or a piece of fruit. So the, so this, this, um, the student challenged the professor and the professor was actually upset. And the student, you know, is paying the price. So this is, this is an example of what we're up to. So you pay all this money, send your children to school, you're entrusting that they're at least going to get research in science, and, you know, we're, we're feeling that we're being taught the truth, that what science has best to offer. I'm not saying this is how it is in school all around at all. I'm just saying this is where the health movement is getting twisted up into everything. It's where it's being pulled into everything at every angle and getting us in trouble. Because that apple can help save lives, keep you here longer, 
and help you heal. So why am I talking about all this? Why am I getting into research and science to such a degree? Because I, I know we're talking about allergies and everything. Because in order to understand the allergy, the world... You have to know the flaws. You have to know where everything is unstable because if you don't, you're going to buy in to the system that has been created for allergies and you're going to mess yourself up and mess your head up and you're not going to be able to feed yourself the right foods because you're going to let science and research that isn't correct dictate what you're supposed to eat, you guys, so that you don't help your own family, so that you're afraid to give your child an orange because you think that something came up on some test that you might have been allergic to it, or your son or daughter or your husband, and, and then that's just going to cheat you. It's going to cheat you out of something that's going to keep you here healthier, keep you here longer. And it matters. It matters when you get to the age of 60, which is young, and you want to go the long haul to 100. It matters when you're 70, and it's those oranges that you had 10 years ago that are keeping you here longer because of the phytochemicals in it. It matters that that cilantro you had in your guacamole five years ago, believe it or not, has power in it that's keeping you here till you're 75 without realizing it. Because we don't know because science and research hasn't measured and weighed any of this whatsoever. And so when we get told in the allergy testing world that, you're allergic to this, you're allergic to that, it's in your way, get rid of this, and it's all the foods that are good for you that are actually life-changing, that can save your life, give you a longer life, bring you on down to that, that final place of succeeding in a length of life that we want to and need to succeed in, it matters big time. You see why I'm like extra, what is it? Extra sarcastic, extra annoying today, <laughs> extra, extra passionate, okay, <laughs> extra passionate about this, you guys see? Okay, so let's go into this a little bit. Let's, let's, let's have some fun, okay? So you got your seatbelts on, let's do it. All right, now I'm not talking about anaphylactic shock. I'm not talking about that. We're going to do a whole show on that down the road, anaphylactic shock. That's a whole different occurrence and a whole different thing when someone is dangerously allergic to something. And that means it's not just peanut butter. Somebody can have anaphylactic shock to latex. Somebody can have anaphylactic shock to paint. Someone can have it to gasoline. You know, gasoline hits somebody's hand when they're at the pump, pumping their own gasoline, and they need an EpiPen because they're going into anaphylactic shock. To a bee sting, this is different than what we're talking about today. This is a different reaction, whole different thing, so we're going to separate that. But today, talking about allergies, seasonal allergies, talking about food allergies, on a different level, we're talking about those. You guys hear about this before? Have you been through it all? Have you been through the whole thing? Okay. Well, we're going to talk about IgG. IgG testing. That's what we're going to talk about. Immunoglobulin testing. Okay. Antibodies in the blood. So we're going into that a little bit. Right now, what's happening is we have this testing 
that's happening right now that can showcase if you are allergic to certain foods or some foods, but it's not accurate. It's not correct is what it's not. And I'm going to talk about why. For example, since we don't know what food does, we don't understand what's happening inside the body. So when IgG tests come back and they say, hey, you're allergic to celery, and I hear that once in a while, you're allergic to celery, what's really happening is that the celery is killing off a pathogen. The pathogen is releasing a toxin. That toxin creates a histamine. And this is for some people that, you know, it shows up on the test. Hey, you're allergic to celery. They're saying that because your celery juice and your celery is destroying H. pylori. It's killing off streptococcus that causes SIBO. It's lowering and reducing SIBO. It's, it's knocking out it's literally knocking mold and disarming it completely. So if anybody who's worried about getting mold in their system or has mold in their system, and that's what it's doing. So when we do the IgG test, we come home and we're like, okay, I got this big list. We did not, you know, 90 foods plus, plus foods. Okay, I'm allergic to cinnamon. I'm allergic to celery. I'm allergic to orange. I'm allergic to um, blackberry. I'm allergic to hazelnuts. I'm allergic to uh, cucumber. I'm allergic to tomato. Um, we're doing the, you know, the, what is it, the uh, uh, process of elimination diet now through all this process. It's totally chaotic and not correct. And look, I could be hurting somebody's feelings right now. I mean, I got a lot of good practitioners that, that take the information that I have, and they do different testings and stuff. So I'm saying that if you are a practitioner and you do the IgG, be open-minded in different ways. You can still do this test and still be open-minded to what's going on, meaning I know you're open-minded, but you can still pick up more data from what we're talking about today and incorporate it into there. So you can still be aware of why it's showcasing that test. It's not you as a practitioner or a doctor or as a physician that's um, not the one that's not understanding. It's the test itself of what it's built upon. It's the tool. So this is going to broaden that tool and that spectrum and the information involved around there. So let's go into it here. Um, what happens is when someone has a dairy allergy that they feel lactose intolerant, that they feel that they, they have something go wrong the minute they eat dairy products. That's because the dairy itself is feeding something rampantly. It's feeding something. So there's something inside someone's gut or intestinal tract that's feeding off of the dairy itself and then eliminating, eliminating a poison, a much more poisonous substance than the dairy itself. This is what lactose intolerance is. Lactose intolerance isn't because someone is intolerant to lactose. See how behind we are with science and research? You, you got to have, yeah, get your notepad out. Get a cup of tea, too. <laughs> Listen to this show over again in the archives as well, and you get a cup of tea, and you get your notepad, and just go over it again and again. And so when you eat the dairy... And it's someone like yourself, okay, and you've been told you're lactose intolerance because you have to run to the bathroom. You're running to the bathroom because that dairy product is hyperfeeding. It's called hyperfeeding. That's what spirit tells me, hyperfeeding. It's feeding a set of bugs 
in the colon and intestinal tract that's having a feeding frenzy, just like a whole bunch of piranha, a whole bunch of piranha in a fish tank, and you throw some food in there like little fish, and they just have a feeding frenzy, and they just bite all these fish, fish in half. They just, they just eat all these fish, gobble them up, and it's like crazy. And that's what happens. And when this occurs, the body reacts. It reacts because when bugs feed rapidly, they go to bathroom. The bugs go to bathroom. They have to eliminate. And when they eliminate, they eliminate the dairy product, the lactose, and other things in the dairy product, not even the lactose. That's another thing, too. It's not about lactose intolerance. It's about more than lactose intolerance. It's all kinds of aspects of dairy that feed problems. And then the bugs eliminate a poison that's much more toxic. It's like a methyl poison, a methyl poison, meaning it is synergistically designed differently. It can travel. It can do things. It's much more poisonous. And then the body reacts, and you have diarrhea, you have cramps, you have stomach cramps, you have bloating, all of this. Okay? That's how it works. That's how it works. Now, you can still be allergic to dairy products, but it not show up on the IgG test. Not show up on the IgG test. That's how confusing the testing is, or any kind of allergy testing. You can be allergic to dairy, and other foods will show up. I'll tell you why. Other foods, okay, are killing off pathogens. They're killing off pathogens, and it triggers off the allergy testing. So here's how it works. Here's how it works. If you eat a fig, and it's killing off E. coli in your intestinal tract, E. coli, which causes diverticulitis, diverticulosis, or strep, which causes diverticulosis, diverticulitis, whatever. When you kill that off, it explodes. So when you eat a food like garlic that kills off H. pylori, C. diff, staph, streptococcus, E. coli, mold, is mold, mold actually, mold can be alive. So when you kill off anything, it explodes, and it's poisonous when it explodes. When it explodes, and it's affiliated to the food that killed it off, it's going to show up on the IgG test that you're actually, that you're actually allergic to figs, that you're actually allergic to a food, that you're actually allergic to something that was doing this. You're allergic to banana because banana kills viruses in the intestinal tract. It kills shingles, which causes, causes colitis. So it kills off shingles, which causes colitis. That's what bananas does. Bananas do. <laughs> and, and so bananas do more than that. They kill off lots of things in the intestinal tract that shouldn't be there, but they leave good bacteria. They feed good bacteria. But when a banana kills off HIV, you said it. I said it. You hear it. HIV, when it kills off retroviruses, when it kills off stealth viruses, when it kills off, you know, colitis viruses such as such as shingles, when it kills off Epstein-Barr, cytomegalovirus, when it kills off bacteria, that bacteria, that virus explodes. It explodes. It dies because there's a phytochemical in this food that kills off that pathogen. Okay? So then... It's a crap storm on the IgG test. 
Or that thing's fly everything. You're allergic to this. You're allergic to cilantro. You're allergic to strawberry. You're allergic to banana. You're allergic to apple now. You're allergic to artichokes out of nowhere. You're allergic to asparagus. You're allergic to zucchini. You're allergic to winter squash, butternut squash. And it's insane. It's lunacy. I'm just going to be straight up. It's lunacy. So you have to understand how it works and the difference is. Alternative medicine doesn't know, and I don't care if it's the best book, the best literature, I don't care if it's the best article, I don't care if it's the best thing on the internet, the most advanced guy, girl, you got out there doing what they're doing. If they don't know that we're allergic to wheat because wheat feeds a pathogen, and then that pathogen's eliminating, causing the allergy or causing the body to have a reaction, causing a body to have celiac, if they don't know that yet, which they don't, then we're way behind. So we're hoping that gets fixed. And you, you guys are actually part of that. You're part of the, knowing the information because you know the right information and that changes everything and it breaks all the rules and it moves forward. It moves people forward. So we stopped, you know, we're stopped, you know, being in the, in the old ages or the back, you know, <laughs> back in the, that day. We're back out of that day. Here's the deal. So when you're eating wheat, when you're eating wheat, and that wheat is feeding something in the intestinal tract, you're going to get celiac. It's not your body attacking itself. It's not the fact that your body's trying to destroy itself. It's not the fact that these antibodies are out to destroy you. So when IgG testing does all these different foods and they say, well, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's proof here in the testing that says there's antibodies that tell us that, you know, your body is attacking. It's allergic to an apple. It's allergic to asparagus. It's allergic to basil. It's allergic to parsley. It's allergic to nettle. And when we get told that, it's not accurate. It's not how it works. Parsley, nettle, and asparagus, and artichoke, they get rid of pathogens. They have phytochemicals that clean and detox. And when you clean and detox, it ruins the IgG test. It completely ruins all of the allergy testing in general that occurs. And when somebody's eating wheat and they're having a reaction that can last days or weeks later, or they're not even sure it's the wheat doing it, it's just the wheat feeding bugs. And bugs are feasting, releasing toxins. That's what's really happening. Same thing with eggs. Eggs can feed bugs. It can grow cysts and tumors. Even if, I, I've seen people, I've seen people, they got tumors, they got cysts, they got breast cancer, they get the IgG test, or they get the, the allergy, allergy testing, and the allergy tests come back. They're allergic to a food that's going to help stop their cancer, like wild blueberries. They're allergic to blueberries, is what I'm saying. Or they're allergic to raspberries, even though they're not having a reaction when they eat the raspberry or blueberry. But then the test says they're not allergic to eggs. They're not allergic to eggs, the very thing that grows cysts and tumors and feeds viruses to grow cysts and tumors and creates breast cancer and thyroid cancer and all these other cancers and liver cancer, eggs. And the tests come back where you can eat eggs. So you walk out of the office, whoa, I can't eat blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries. I can't eat melon. I can't eat watermelon. I can't eat this, but I can eat eggs. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Or you see where I'm going here? So that's what I'm talking about right there. So here's how it works. There's foods we eat that kill off bugs, like apples. There's foods we eat 
like raspberries that kill off bugs inside our body, pathogens that are responsible for most of all disease. There's foods we eat that are eliminating toxic heavy metals, you guys, pulling them out of our body, eliminating formaldehyde that's in our body, eliminating ammonia, eliminating um, uh, <laughs> byproduct, eliminating jelly that's produced by viruses and bacteria eliminating all kinds of these poisons and toxins and toxic heavy metals and chemicals and pesticides and DDT that's been in our system from our forefathers. Everything these foods are eliminating. And when they eliminate these toxins, they trigger off a reaction, sometimes histamine reactions, sometimes other reactions because they're detoxing. They're pulling this stuff out of the body. So when you get your allergy tests, they're chaotic. They're all over the place. They're not even in control. They're picking up the fact that you're detoxing, that you're killing off bugs, that you're eliminating toxic heavy metals, and it's, it's picking up all of that. And then in the end, you get a list of data that tells you not to eat certain foods. And that's where it's all wrong. And if you are having reactions to pollen, to ragweed, hay fever, get rid of wheat, get rid of dairy, get rid of eggs, get rid of canola oil, get rid of soy, get rid of corn, get rid of MSG. I talk about it all the time. Look for it. It's in everything in natural flavors. Get rid of all of that. And if you want to go further, get rid of rye. Okay, and, you know, get rid of some other grains if you really want to and move those out, bring in more fruits and vegetables. You'll be less apt to getting anything from hay fever. Your hay fever symptoms will drop. Your ragweed symptoms will drop. Your, you know, your symptoms from pollen will drop. And you won't be so light sensitive and you won't have so many problems because those foods are feeding strep in the sinuses, strep in the system, strep in the lungs, streptococcus all over the body, all kinds of bacteria, all kinds of bugs, different viruses. And because all these foods that I mentioned are feeding all of that all the time, including pork, where that feeds all these bugs, and when that happens you're going to be more sensitive to the overload. So when you start getting in front of mold, you're going to react more. When you start getting in front of pollen, you're going to react more. When you start getting in front of, you know, hay, you know, when you start getting in front of hay, when you start getting in front of ragweed, you're going to react more. So remember that. Keep these foods out if you want. And listen, if it's too much or it's too scary, start with one food. Just get weed out. One food. That's it. You know, I remember 30 years ago, I told somebody to get off wheat, spirits to get off wheat. It was like an alien landed from another planet or something. It was like a spaceship, just, you know, everybody was looking up in the sky as if there was like spaceships coming down. Because, they could, because no one could figure that, could fathom. What do you mean wheat? What's wheat? Oh, is that the bread I'm eating? That's 30, 30 years ago. Like, what do you mean wheat? You mean the bread that gives us life? Is it, I need to get rid of that? That's what it was like 30 years ago, okay? So I'm just telling you. I'm sure many of you know that. And um, so the bottom line is if you need to, but if you need to wait on that, you need to just get rid of one thing, get rid of one thing, get rid of two things, whatever you think you can do and bring in more, more things. Okay. Why would somebody react with burning sensation around their mouth if they had an apple? There are a few people out there. They have an apple and they react. They get, they get, um, they get a fu funny feeling 
in their, around their lips because that means at one time they had an apple when they were younger that was loaded with pesticides or DDT with a different name on it. DDT switched names over and over again. It's always been around. So DDT or other pesticides with, with you know, on top of that apple, waxed into that apple. And so when they bit into that apple and it had a line of pesticides from a conventional apple and it got on their lips and in their mouth, their body reacted from that chemical agent. So then when they ate any apple after that, any apple, their body actually is going to react. That can go away by eliminating all of the foods I talked about and um, bringing more fresh fruits of other fresh fruits and other vegetables and things like that over time. That will go away, and someone be less reactive when they have something like that. And then there's other reactions. When someone feels funny in different ways, those are detox reactions from the foods healing the person in different ways. Now, a lot of things happen when you eat wheat or you eat dairy or you eat eggs. You won't know what it's doing to you, keeping you back, holding you back with your chronic illness for weeks or even forever because you just, you'll stay chronically ill eating these things and not know what's doing it. And then when you eat something like a celery stick or a cucumber slice, you feel funny or a tomato because those things are pulling out toxins, pulling out lots and lots of toxic debris and all kinds of bugs. And then you start reacting so you don't know. So you go back to just eating, you know, bread and cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches with butter. I get it. But, you know, you take one day at a time, you work with it. The point of this is not to be afraid of that list you're getting handed to you at the allergies office. Meaning, I'm not talking about anaphylactic shock list. That's a different story. You know, be afraid of that, that list. That's different. There's a whole different reason we're going to cover that in the next show. And not in the next show coming up, but coming up. We're going to do that in the future. But don't be afraid of the other list. But be afraid, meaning be, be concerned about the wheat, the dairy, the eggs, okay, the milk, cheese, the butter, the ghee. Be afraid of all that stuff. Be concerned of all that stuff too. That stuff will keep your hay fever, keep your ragweed problems, keep you on allergy medicine, keep on you know, all those different allergy medicines, the nasal sprays, all of that. That stuff will keep feeding bugs, keeping you on all of that. But like I said, take one day at a time. Just incorporate celery juice into your life. Maybe some, some wild blueberries. Just incorporate something like that into your life. You take one day at a time is what, you know, is all you have to do. So the bottom line is, because medical research and medical science isn't there yet with what foods do for us and what foods don't do for us, it's going to be, you know, it's basically going to be just a guessing game or a guessing match out there. Okay? I'm <laughs> a guessing match. I'll say that <laughs> instead of the other thing. So, so just realize that we can't be guessing with your life, with your health, with your children's health, with your grandchildren's health. We can't be guessing anymore. Aren't you tired of it? I just, I, I want to know, are you guys tired of it? Okay, because maybe, maybe, hey, maybe I'm pushing it too far because I'm tired of it. And I know other people tired of it. I'm just wondering if you guys are tired of it because it's real out there. That's just a guessing game and we got to blow by that. We need more. That's what it's about today. That's what it's about with allergies. So what I suggest in the allergy world is don't fall victim 
to the misinformation from the IgG test or other allergy tests. You keep the doctor because the doctor cares and the doctor's an amazing doctor in probably every, every way. It's just that the tool is what I'm saying. Don't fall victim for the testing tool. You know, talk to your doctor and practitioner. If you really like your doctor and your practitioner and they're, and they're telling you to stay away from all these foods that you're not sure if you even react or not to, fruits and vegetables, meaning stay away from all these fruits and vegetables that you don't even know if you're really allergic or not to or you're reacting to, you know, talk to your practitioner, talk to your doctor and say, can I have these asparagus? Because it never seemed to really bug me that much. I, I had them in my diet before. You know, can I bring them back in and talk to your doctor and say, look, is it possible the asparagus is offering something else for my health that could keep me here longer and I need that back in here? Is that possible? I want to talk about sweet potatoes. Who eats sweet potatoes? Do you guys eat any sweet potatoes out there? Who's eating sweet potatoes out there? Do you like them? Because they're good. Okay, if you're told you're allergic to them, don't listen. Make sure you eat those sweet potatoes unless you're having an anaphylactic shock with it. That's a different story, but I've never seen that with sweet potato yet. So, but definitely bring in sweet potatoes, and I'll tell you why. Okay, because sweet potatoes help heal colitis, Crohn's disease, skin cancers, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, cervical cancer, stomach cancer, intestinal cancers, esophageal cancer, colon cancer. They help with sleep disorders, chronic fatigue syndrome, which is Epstein-Barr, because you guys know that Epstein-Barr, I brought that, brought that to us. Sweet potato helps with heart diseases, heart, helps with insomnia, alopecia, which is a really an adrenal hormone issue, alopecia, not an autoimmune attack on the body. Sweet potatoes have these powers. I talk about this in the Life Changing Foods book, okay? Sweet potatoes help lift depression, help with anxiety. But listen, it's not going to happen if you have just one sweet potato once a month. Just have sweet potatoes every day for 90 days. Start getting rid of your anxiety and your depression and so many other things. Sweet potatoes are incredible for PCOS. If you're someone that was diagnosed with PCOS, you know, cystic ovaries and, um, and hormone imbalances, bring in sweet potatoes, whatever you do. It's important. And the symptoms sweet potatoes help with are unbelievable. From scar tissue to spasms to cramps to diarrhea to anxiousness, they're incredible. And the emotional support from sweet potatoes is really powerful too. So you just know there's even an emotional and spiritual lesson from sweet potatoes that help us in every way. So check out check out Life Changing Foods, you know, when you can. Get a hold get a hold of it. Get a copy before they're all gone. And um and lock that down. And know that I care about you. I stand behind you hundred percent. You know, it's about the journey we're on all together. It's about making the best out of everything, and that's what we're doing right now. We're making the best out of everything, out of our time, out of our energy. And that's what Spirit wants to do, making sure that you get what you need so you can heal. You know, when I was 10 years old, when I was 10 years old, somebody came to me with an eye problem. They came to me with an eye problem because they heard through my family that I had the answers from Spirit and they, had, they were blind in one eye. The eye was damaged. It was too damaged to heal. It was too damaged to be fixed. And they were blind in one eye. And they came to me and they said, fix my eye. I said, I don't care about that eye. 
I don't care about that eye. That's what I said. And Spirit said, yeah, don't care about that eye. And the guy said, what would he mean, don't care about that eye? I said, I care about the other eye and keeping that other eye here and keeping it alive and keeping it healthy so you're not blind to both eyes. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to get the right foods in you that keep that other eye healthy so that you stay here and you can see. And that's what it's about. And we want these foods. We want everything. I love you guys. I stand behind you. Blessings. Just know that I care.